Hello and welcome to Not Your Every Show. This is Lydia. And I'm your host, Tishon. The episode. Hey everyone, grab a chair and have a seat at our table. This is the table where we can discuss any and everything with no judgment. First, I want to recognize a listener that actually left us a message. We thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't heard our last episode, you want to just definitely check that out. We were talking about narcissistic behavior, narcissistic behavior, excuse me. And we did have a caller um, that left us a message in reference to her husband. Basically, she stated that her husband um, may be narcissistic um, and he may not know that he's narcissistic and he has like certain behaviors and he's not willing or has accepted his behavior. First, we want to definitely um, wish you luck. <laughs> we really want to wish you luck. We it's, it's not a funny matter, but I know we definitely want to wish you luck. We want to um, pray your strength that you guys do find the resources that you need and that he is able to come to terms with what what he's presenting in his actions. Um, as I stated um, in the last episode, um, we do have the resource where you can go online to www.nami.org. They have plenty of resources where you can reach out. Um, just for my, for my experience, if it was my husband, um, I would definitely slowly kind of start to talk to him about it and just kind of tell him how it's affecting you. And if he is, because it is your husband, so he should be pretty understanding. I mean, I'm just saying he should, not saying that he is, but if he is understanding and loving and caring, he would be, um, he would consider speaking with you and understanding where you're coming from. So I just say, hey, slowly just speak with him about the things that he does and how it affects you or maybe you guys' daily life. If you don't like it, um, just speak to him about it and just recommend, I mean, most a lot of people don't like to go to therapy or talk about things, but I would just make a recommendation like, hey, as a couple, can we go talk to someone? As a married couple, let's go talk to someone just to mm-hmm. kind of get it out. Even if you have a, like a pastor or a church that you guys attend or something like that or organization that is willing, even just a close friend, you know, I would definitely slowly, slowly with a narcissist, just slowly kind of like, hey, this is bothering me. And two mature adults, you guys should definitely be able to um, figure that out, you know. So we definitely want to send our love, prayers and encouragement and strength to you as the wife and hopefully he will come to grips with it. Right. Right. So, um, I do want to comment, like if it was, if it was me and I, I definitely, uh, feel for our listener did through the calling in simply, um, I, you know, I, I really hate to say what I would do in a certain situation cause I've done that before and <laughs> it didn't really work out for me, but um, cause you know, I, you could say a lot of things before a situation happened to you. Um, and I was that person and it's just such a, a real thing. Like, it's like, I know they can't control it and everything, but it's such a, uh, a put down for those who are, you know, willing to do deal with it just because, you know, you're always the wrong one 
And I just feel like, you know, if you've been able to even, I mean, to have gotten married at this point, that's a huge, huge thing. You're clearly not weak-minded. So, yeah, talk talk to someone. I'm with Lydia all the way because you've already proven that you could deal. Um, I don't think I could have married a narcissist just because... You know, the constantly being in the wrong, my Virgo, we don't, we, you know, I can't be, come on now, we got to have the last word. It just, it wouldn't have worked out. So I, my heart goes out to you. You're already, you've done half the battle. You're already winning in my book. Just keep it going. Right. And with that being said, um, that is going to, um, I am going to take us into our next topic. So today's topic is social media. Or, or the pros and cons of social media. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of pros, I feel like, with equal amounts of cons. So I'm going to let you go ahead, uh, Lydia. You start off. What do you think um, some pros would be of having social media and social media being a thing? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure our pros are going to be um, the same. Um, just because with me growing up, back in the day, like I was just introduced to social media, like MySpace and like Facebook. That was like my first little introduction to social media. And the pros to it now, like back then growing up, you know, it was just to have fun, have conversations, mingle, post your feelings, you know, things like that, which would be considered a pro also because a lot of people can get their emotions out on social media now without being attacked. Um, but definitely some pros to me would be being able to network business wise, um, having, having business networking, um, people that you can meet all over the world, like literally all over the world. Like if I'm doing some business here in Georgia, I can reach out to somebody in Barbados Mm -hmm. or Africa and get some business done. So that is definitely a major pro to me. Um, also finding old family members, because I can just imagine how hard it was before social media. Uh, well, like I said, at the beginning with me, you know, I just got introduced to it. So just, just for example, say if you lost a friend or a family member and you lost their number, their address, I would see my grandmother have like this long book of like addresses, like if something um, if there was like a big occasion or she wanted to reach out to someone, she would have to go into this address book and pray and hope that their address and their phone number is still the same. And that's definitely another pro with the social media. Mm-hmm. You could just type in their name. Mm-hmm. Most people that's on social media, you can find them, if not even find a family member of that person. So if something was to happen or if you needed to reach out to someone immediately or if you had a special event, I definitely feel like that's a really good, good pro of having social media. You can reach out to that person and it's like within seconds or you can reach out to their family member like, hey, I'm having something or hey, something happened. This is urgent, you know. So definitely the two major pros for me would be you can network all mm-hmm. around the freaking globe and then you can reach out to people that you can't find or maybe for years you couldn't find, you know. So those are definitely my top pros of social media. What do you okay. think? What kind of pros do you have? Hey, you know, I agree with the the networking as the biggest, the biggest, mm-hmm. biggest, biggest 
pros yep. having social media. And not Definitely. only that, if anybody out there, which, you know, without diverging too much into my business, um, e-commerce. E-commerce mm-hmm. utilizing social media is why you see so many commercials on social media, why you see so many advertisements right. on social media. People are spending more time on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, what uh, Snapchat, and you mm. see that they are marketing to those people because yep. when I go on Snapchat, I, I had a commercial pop up after I watched somebody's um snaps, <laughs> a, a commercial popped up, and like this whole since we've started this podcast, I have been lacking with social media like I'm I'm used to posting all the time I am I have not been posting like that and when I am I'll make a I'll make a story and you know I that'll be that like I'm not checking it or none of that even some days I even post like questions and I never even follow up to see what they, what anybody wrote back um mm-hmm. I'm really horrible with my social media now but it's such a big deal for millions of people and not just people in the United States, like you said, you can have somebody, if you are in e-commerce, you can be advertising to somebody in Spain or Czechoslovakia or, you know, Germany or Serbia, anywhere in this world. Like you could be advertising in South Korea and, you know, getting, getting them as an influence on anything that you're trying to market or anything. So definitely right. networking. Um, obviously the, the, what it was intended for being able to connect more people and if Facebook was its own country it'd be the third largest country because there's so many people on Facebook that right. number could have changed I, I I heard that in high school so that was a long time ago so that could definitely be different but the simple benefits you know you get to stay in contact they even got where Facebook Messenger and Snapchat you can do the video call if you don't have if you're mm-hmm. an Android dealing with an iPhone, you know, who cares? Because you can talk to them through the, the Snapchat app um, right? or Facebook Messenger, I think. I think, yeah, Facebook Messenger. So you can do stuff like that. So those are the simple benefits. And then the bare ones is anytime you have an e-commerce business or if you are seeking to be an influencer or, you know, you want to get famous for doing little stuff and and I would also consider YouTube a social media because they have their own little um boards that they can post on once you get a certain amount of following and watch hours and yep. you can, and you can go you know, live and all yeah that. you can go yep. live you can answer questions you can um have a video upload set for a premiere and be there right. with whoever tunes in to watch the premiere of your video and have a whole conversation back and forth with them through chat so don't get me wrong. I think social media has a lot, a lot of benefits. A lot, a lot, right. a lot of benefits. With mm. that being said, let's cons. get into these cons. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go ahead and get to it. Cause um, oof, oof. Yeah. You want to take it it's, away or you want me to start? Yeah, I could go ahead and start this off. So the benefits are there. Let's let's not get it twisted. The benefits are there. Like I said, we we've never been able to communicate the way that we we can communicate now with you, with each other. But on the flip side, this social media is getting a little out of hand. <laughs> People are definitely 
to me, and this is just my opinion, are turning into zombies. I know it's a big word, whatever. Sheep, followers, um, the, the, the social media thing is just getting out of hand. People using it for business, but then on the flip side, there are people that are trying to be something that they're not. So on social media, I am Beyonce, I'm Rihanna, I'm whoever you want me to be. But at home, I'm depressed, I'm lonely, and I'm by myself. So one main thing that re- that that gets me with this social media, and it bothers me, is the children. The children that are coming up that are on this social media, they are following these trends, these fads, they are listening to people that may not be as great influencers and the parents for some reason, and I'm not saying all of you guys, not all parents are allowing their children to just sit on social media. But these days when I go around children, they got a cell phone, an iPad or something in their hand and they are on social media and they are being influenced when it comes to the TikToks, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. uh, It's just so much of a influence and scientifically if you guys look this up, there are children developing brain disorders, personality disorders because of this social media stuff. Like they're just constantly on social media. They're being influenced. They're not really having like real conversations with people. And a lot of families are making this acceptable. So it's like, hey, whatever, get on your phone, go get on your iPad, go to your room or just they're just letting their children just be on their social media and they're being influenced, but they're practically being raised by people on the internet. And that is such a con because our children is our, is, is our future. Like not to sound cliche, but the youth is our future. So if they're right. only online, if they're online, they're not communicating effectively. They're not learning um, personable skills or communication skills mm-hmm. that they need. Mm-hmm is deal with everyday life so that to me is one of my major cons like the children and not just children even adults like people like for this is the second thing I am a very introverted person like I like to be by myself I don't like to talk to people so this could be like a con and a pro but when I get on the internet and I'm on social media and I'm speaking I, I just feel like even with the podcast, I just feel like I can speak, I could be myself. And the internet actually, the social media actually makes me more comfortable. But at the same time, people can hide behind that, you know, and just say, you know, I, I have all of this social anxiety or even like I said, adults can start to develop these personality disorders and just be something that they're not online. And then when they're at home, they're something they're totally different other cons just to just throw them in there people are stalking people on uh, social media people are creating fake pages like people can steal your identity take your picture um it's a lot of illegal things going on on social media that i don't like uh just i just feel like social media is taken away from our it's, it's harming our humanity in some ways because we are creatures of being around other people, even though right. the virus has happened. But I do feel like we are creatures of being around each other, getting outside, exploring each other, speaking with e- with each other, talking to each other. I had a I have an aunt, actually, and she mentioned like, hey, 
you guys are with this new generation where you guys don't even want to talk face to face anymore or don't want to talk over the phone. You know, everything is like social media and text messaging. And it's just a whole different digital world that I try my best not to get sucked into. But there's a mm-hmm. there's a lot of conflict, but the biggest to me is just it's just affecting our children, you know. What you think, Tish? So I I would support all of that one hundred percent. Um your your biggest I mean, the the children being the future is a very large part of why social media, you know, it can be a blessing and a curse because, you know, the kids are are experiencing social media in a different form than to me what it was intended for. Like when exactly. you like you said, the MySpace. MySpace in a way, I don't really know how it disappeared. I mean, I get it, but I don't because on MySpace, <laughs> you was at the ability to do your your profile, and it could be 100% creative. Like, you could mm-hmm. do the, the music on there. You could have the fallen letters. You right. could have the background with a nice, dope, dark background or a nice, bright, light background. You could truly personalize your, your page. And when somebody walked on your page, it wouldn't be like anybody else's MySpace page. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have been. There was too many moving parts for it to be like somebody else's. But then Facebook came out, and Facebook everything was uniform. Everybody's mm-hmm. page looked alike. And when I I remember it like it was yesterday, my dad let me get social media or a Facebook, not a face, yeah, Facebook. But my mom was like, no, 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 blase, blase. And I remember thinking, oh, this is so ugly because all the pages look alike. <laughs> and then eventually people liked that all the pages looked alike and I'm like yep. well there there goes the neighborhood because everybody wants yep. to look alike and yeah you know like that it, so then you got these unrealistic expectations that if something doesn't look like this it's not necessarily attractive and I'm like well that sucks because I, yep. I like what I like but you know most of the people I was talking to I don't know if you remember Bebo Bebo, it was a huge thing when I was on MySpace and people moved from MySpace to Bebo and then they dropped Bebo to go to Facebook. So it was like a Mm. gradual shift. And I remember Bebo because I got it when I was here in Georgia. But uh, anyway, um, Mm -hmm. it's just people have these unrealistic expectations. Like how you said, people are following these trends and these fads that are you know, facades, because you don't know that that's really somebody's life. And Mm. as us being, you know, the older millennials, Gen Gen Z, you know, they have a a different, they look at social media way differently than how we look at social media. Yes. Yeah. And, and the younger, like my, my girls, they will look at social media vastly different than what I'll ever use social media for. Right. Can't say what that's going to be yet. But what they do on there and what I use it for is just two different things. And a person that's, like I said, Gen Z, they're looking at it as a different way as well. I get on YouTube Mm -hmm. and there's always some 20-year-old millionaire who just makes YouTube videos. And Mm -hmm. they do, they could do couples pranks. And I'm like, you know, there's there's a limit to how much it's funny. But they've been doing this for five years and people are still watching it. So they're going to keep going. Me, I'm like, I prefer, you know, if I'm on YouTube to do mommy vlogs because I'm a mom and that's what I like to do. 
Um, something of substance. Yeah, and something, you know, try to lend a hand, help a friend, let, you know, some parents know. I, and I love TikTok. I, I've had, like, ideas for days for TikToks that I haven't even put into fruition yet. But I do TikTok, and I let my four-year-old be on TikTok with me because, mm-hmm. you know, it, we do little sil- silly mom-daughter things. But um, as far as her having her own, no. I don't know when I'll be ready to let her have her own TikTok. I don't know oh, when I'll be ready to let her have social media. I, me and my husband, my daughter's only four years old, and we would have the conversation, like, do we, at, at you know, 10, would she be old enough for a phone? I'm like, well, you know, you want her to be able to contact you when she's at school, but what would the phone be used for? And it needs to be simple. She's definitely not getting right. the latest model. You know, there's going to be right. tons of restrictions on it to the point where you're giving them a little bit because you don't want them to run off and think they can do whatever they want to do at that point. Exactly. So, and that is that, very, very good parenting. Like, I really definitely commend you guys on that because especially you guys being like a young married couple, you definitely could have followed the hype. You know, you definitely could have been a part of the hype. Like, whatever, my four-year-old is going to have the newest iPhone. I've seen it. Like, you don't. Man, when when oh I tell you that, goodness. I see, when I think of people getting a, their smaller kids, because, look, my daughter has an iPad. She has an old-generation iPad. And I got it because it was one of the cheapest ones. It wasn't the mm-hmm. oldest, oldest, but it wasn't new at all by any standard. And I, I got her a heavy-duty case. And as many restrictions as I put on that, it lasted two years before she cracked the screen. And, I, and I'm like, how are you older and you cracked the screen? You know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, she get mad or she'll forget and step on it. And boom, the screen's cracked. Right. Not that she got mad. She, uh, she put it down on the floor out of all places, Lord God. I don't know what possessed her to do that. Put it on the floor and stepped on it. Cracked the screen. Mm-hmm. That was the end of the story. It still works and everything. Right. But I'm like, she'll be... Mommy, I want to be on your iPad. No, you had an iPad. You broke it. You're gonna stick with it. You don't. You don't get on mine because you broke yours. That's not how it works. Right. right. But uh, yeah, some of these girls, lot, I'm yeah. not spending all that money to break something. Okay, that's all I'm getting. <laughs> so you're gonna exactly, learn to deal with exactly. it. But um, well, that's definitely that's definitely good parenting because, um, like I said, you guys could have followed the 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 sheep. You know, definitely could have been part of the herd. And I am um, so glad that you you and your husband didn't fall for that you know and that you guys are going to definitely raise some really great daughters because I mean the world that we're going into now with this whole social media stuff like seeing these young girls just that's what I was about to themselves yeah like they're literally exploiting the, the big pro I mean the big con is that half will believe very little of what you see on social media I don't yeah. care how good it looks. I don't care how pretty the picture is. You don't know at the end of the day. Yeah. You don't know. And nope. what we see on social media is what somebody has allowed us to see. Exactly. What I post is what I allow people to know about me. What my right. like, I don't post all my wins. I don't post all my losses. I don't mm-hmm. post I don't post all my my ups downs. I don't I just don't do it. I don't even yeah. the the only thing when when that I do post, um, and this is when it, probably the most insight people get in front of my from my life because I have a lot of support and I have a lot of love from my like friends and whatnot on my Facebook. 
I have a lot mm-hmm. of friends on Facebook, but I went to many different schools. So most of the people on my Facebook, I know 100%. And some of them I've known in the past. And that's how they right. got on my social media. I even filtered through some right. of them, though, when I haven't spoken to them. Or if their page been inactive, I try to filter through them. But mm-hmm. the biggest thing I post on my social media is when my anxiety is at a level that I'm no longer being able to deal with it by myself. And I just need right. some words of encouragement. That's the most in-depth about my that's life I get. And that's, yeah, that's and, I, and I do that because I might say, y'all know, um, y'all know that my my struggles with my anxiety just send a prayer up for me, and I might get a few people who are like, you know, Tish, you know, just call me. You know, we both going through the same thing, and it helps people to know that there are people out there that even though, because I post a lot of my my family, of course, I'm a family oriented person, and that's one of the things. But that brings me to when I want to talk about um, is, is there a balance? I want to finish this with can there be a nice right. healthy balance with social media? Yeah. And I'm not going to say for kids because I really feel like with kids it distorts their reality and I don't right. think there can be a very healthy balance with social media. I allow my daughter to watch YouTube and I have to filter her YouTube so strongly because some things right. on there they could be scary, she's not ready for it, you know, whatever the case may be. But mm. So when I'm saying a healthy well, balance, can there be a healthy balance for an adult? Well, well, first, I feel like you have to have a balance within yourself before you can have a balance on the outside. So when I was big into social media, maybe about five to six years ago, I would wake up, have to look at it, have to get on social media as soon as I would wake up. Like it was I was so off balance. Like that was that was like my morning coffee getting on mm. social media. So as I started mm. to learn myself more and understand that listen you don't have to get on social media as soon as you wake up you don't have to like you had said earlier you're going through some things you want people to kind of soothe you and empathize you know just comfort you during hard times I had to find balance within myself to deal with these emotions which a lot of people aren't doing they just on social media venting and they they stressed out arguing or whatever with people that don't matter they are arguing with people right so I had to actually find balance within myself first and then I started to find that balance on social media so now all I post on social media is either some healthy stuff because I'm like on this health kick right now. Well, I've been on it for a while, but I'm either posting about how to nurture and feed your body the right way. And second, I only post about the podcast and my business and things that I'm trying to do to um, be better in life. But as far as like my personal life, all of that stuff is personal and private to me. Now I've actually found the balance. Keep your private and personal stuff off of social media, deal with your problems straight on at home with a family member, a therapist, or whoever you need to talk to, and then keep social media just for that. Be social, say hi, um, promote a business, and that, that's all it should be for. And when you find that balance, like I said, find a balance within yourself, then you can balance things on social media and deal with your private life at home. That would be the balance for me. See, my um, I don't know if there if you can't have a balance without being balanced yourself, like like one hundred percent agree with you. Um, because there's just so many moving parts to your your personal life without social media. And exactly. I'm I'm not been like I, I feel like at some point I must have been on social media a lot more than I am now. 
because I miss mm-hmm. everything now. Like I, for at least the last year and a half, I want to say I've I've not been on social media as much as I was prior to this because mm-hmm. I miss everything. I mean, people that I know are their kids are old, and I'm like, dang, when did you have another kid? You know, so right. that, that I'm that person now on social media. But there's definitely got to be a balance. Um, there's, there's and if you and if you don't know me, and if you don't know me outside of social media, too bad because you ain't gonna get none of my personal business. It is what it is. Either you know me and got my phone number and can call me and we can talk. But other than that, I mean, if you don't know me on social media, it, it is what it is. Oh well, like yeah. I'm not putting any more of my personal business out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of um facts. Um, the the balance for me would be if you know who you are and know what mm-hmm. your your morals and values are. Um, because Facebook exactly. to me shows me it was a it was at a point where there would be people that I would have had an issue with, you know, and people you may know, like and and mm-hmm. somebody will post something and you could, you know, be involved in drama that really it just it was trivial and it was it was very mini mini mediocre it just right some things about social media are buzzkill like there's some there there was at a point where it was a waste of time to care about what you were posting on your story to care about what you um what type of chicken you had at the barbecue like it, it was just very minuscule to me and it's still very minuscule to me because I'm on a I'm on a mission to elevate and severely elevate and I'm right. not going to get there worrying about what such and such posted last night or what party they was at or oh my gosh they're in Jamaica mm-hmm. like I, I I've so my my tunnel vision is so focused right now that I don't have the need for social media not yeah, like like arguing, I don't have the, the energy. If you don't agree with what I said about something and it's on social media, I don't have yeah. the energy to argue about it. Um, I think that's more, I, I forgot to mention that as a con. I think people waste their time going back and forth on social media. Um, there's, I don't care about nothing in this world enough to go back and forth with somebody on social media, <laughs> especially somebody I don't know. I don't care about no issue that much. And, and you know, I sometimes go on Facebook, you know, and I'm trying to get a good laugh. Not not now, but, you know, like I said, oh, oh, probably a year and a half ago, I used to just go on there just to disagree with somebody. Just to upset mm-hmm. they move, you know, and wow, and there's people yeah, out there I never, like me. I never, so, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just I saying never too there. much energy, man. That's too much. I, I don't have no, time for that. I want somebody to, to go ahead and get all upset, and I was gonna let them be arguing with themselves. I wrote just to disagree, and then when they wrote back this long paragraph, they would have never got a reply because <laughs> you just if Petty was the person. <laughs> yes, yes, because if I, girl, oh when I tell you, yes, I was the, the petty queen, but I would do some just dumb things, and I'm like, there was a point where it was just like, you know, I need to grow up, yeah, <laughs> because it was very immature of me, and I would, I would be hyped, like especially when they would write back books, I'd be like, man, I know I made oh, her my mad, goodness. or <laughs> man, I know he, I know he felt it in his chest, mm-hmm. you know. I, I was, yeah, and, and that's where that balance comes from. 
Yeah, there's people out there, though, who will engage and go back and forth. And I'm just not one of them. There's so many there's so many things that I'm focused on that arguing with you about the price of gas in London is so minuscule to me. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I don't uh, care. If you, you right, sis. You right, bro. Like, I'm right. annoyed. And, that I, I don't and I'm care. to the point. And you could have right. been wrong, but I don't even care mm-hmm. to go, especially when it came to last year with the election and everything. People wanted to throw in their opinions, but you know this, you know that. You know, I really don't even yeah. care. I, I'm a politic person. I want to talk politics all the time. But going back and forth with somebody I don't know, somebody we're mm. not even having an engaging conversation right now. Um, you right. right. You right. What what you said, you're right, one hundred percent. I don't I don't care to well, argue I know. About it. <laughs> right. Well, I just know that that beca- that's that's a part of balance also. Like if you look down my social media I don't have negative people on my social media. Like if you on there dogging somebody out or arguing or just starting drama or just saying just foul stuff, you know, I I will block you and delete you quick. Now, if you're just expressing like, hey, you guys, I'm going through this today, blah, 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 pray for me. I understand that. But if you on there, you just on there turning up, like just something negative. Every time I look, you know, you just talk about something negative or what you don't have and F the world and all of this, like, nah, you gotta go because yeah, I try to create, I try to keep the people on my timeline that we're still human, so you may still have issues, but you need to be talking about something positive every once in a while. Like, dude, you know, I'm not about to get on here and you depressing me. And uh, when I'm scrolling up my timeline trying to handle some business, and you just talking about just what the baby mama did and what your ex did oh my and my gosh, ex right? did this and oh my gosh oh, right no. and i i probably or, <laughs> i'm not doing it I yeah i'm over that i definitely had it i i and i don't know how it happened it's just like i got people in there that i'm like you're wasting your time even asking about this or yeah. i'm a part of some groups because when i because i don't know i think i mentioned this on a podcast but i'm not from georgia so back home i was part of a lot of different groups you know to help people and people will ask questions on there and they get offended by how people answer them. And it's like, bruh, I don't yeah. need that in my life. Like, nope. why, did, no. why did Facebook even feel the need to put this on my timeline? So when I'm, exactly. I'm pulling up this app, this is the bull crap I log into. Let me log back mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. there's there's a, a level of energy that I'm going to extend into any one thing. And Another thing, you people are losing a lot of relationships through social media. Like, yeah. it's very, very, to me, it's a communication barrier at times. So I will say it's another kind because the way it's written may not be the way you even felt it. It You right. could have been jokey joke with it and it come out like you've been an a-hole. And but that's why I said the communication is is like effective communi- like effectively communicating with a person is like non-existent on social media. It's, like, it's non-existent. Just, I, non like, because you could have said something and now somebody is offended and butthurt. Only I'm like I keep saying I am not going to defend myself on social media. And there's a lot right. of people out there who will not. So the relationship will die from a simple misunderstanding because I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Now, right. if you had my number and you wanted to talk about it, let's talk about it. But 
I just don't have that sort of energy to mm-hmm. have a, a, a argument about it. I don't care. Nope. So nope. with that being said, there there's definitely um, right. a need for strong balance when it comes to social yep. media. Social media balance can be a, a blessing and it can be a curse. And definitely. you want to use it for all the positive things that it can be intended for. And exactly. uh, just a few things I did will jot down that I wanted to mention. Um, <laughs> the negatives um definitely the conspiracy theories because facebook will have you going down a rabbit hole chasing these obnoxious ideas of realities Mm -hmm. that didn't happen evidence that doesn't exist and there are a lot of people who fall into those traps don't look use don't use facebook as your only source of news do not follow these conspiracy groups these extremists these people out there who don't read People out there who have very, very low education, ain't read a book in 20 years, do not follow those people for your source of knowledge and think that they're giving you something 100% factual. And Facebook yeah. is known to breed those kind of people. Right, There's, right. I've always been told if someone tells you something, don't believe me, look it up yourself or research it yourself. And yeah. like she said, Facebook is not... Um, that's not your only source, you know. There's not. It shouldn't be your main source of getting your information. So definitely, you want to do your your research on things before you fall for all of this stuff out here. Right. Yeah. And 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 if you research, if you um, understand Facebook and Google, they're all re- very closely linked. It's a whole algorithm. Right. What you search on right. Google will advertise on your Facebook. I'm a marketing exactly. student. That's no offense. That's our job. We we can't find our right. customer. It without it we need that facebook mm-hmm. is trying to do a privacy thing where they can prevent that but that'll cut into a lot of e-commerce business so right. i'm really hoping they don't anyway but if you're gonna the day, if you're God. gonna search something <laughs> you're gonna get an yeah. advertisement for a conspiracy group and now you're yep. joining it and you're thinking everything they're putting in there and then you can google stuff that will back up whatever they're saying there exactly. are articles out there that will and those even those sites are not to be trusted you mm-hmm. There, there's a level of how much you should even care about certain things and a level mm-hmm. to how much you should believe of certain things. Yeah. And that balance got to go throughout of it. Like That's an important balance. That is very important. So, you guys, this this has definitely been a really great episode, great show. Uh, definitely opened my mind and, and put things back into perspective. Uh, definitely a reality check uh, for most so if, if social media has been controlling your life and you have been out of balance, you guys, you definitely got to fix that and get in, contr- get in control of yourself. You know, definitely control the balance within yourself, which means that once you do that, you can go ahead and control the balance outside of yourself, which would be social media and other relationships. So, you guys, I definitely want to hear what you guys got to say about this. Yes, Leave yes. a comment. Um if you guys have any any questions, concerns, remember you guys can always hit us up on Instagram, not your average show underscore, or you can leave us an email at not your average show five zero at Gmail. And then of course, if you are listening on this podcast, you can leave us messages also. Good news, guys, we do have now where you can donate to our podcast. We appreciate any type of donations. We definitely want to do more. Um, with our show we definitely want to expand and just 
you know, anything is appreciated at the end of the day, you know, but you guys can always donate. We definitely have a link. If you are listening um, on Anchor, send us, send us something if you want to. Like I said, anything helps is, is, is greatly appreciated. And we do plan on expanding our, our podcast. So just be on the lookout yes. for that. Um, and we thank you guys for listening this week. And until next time, you guys have a great day and be blessed. Bye. Bye.